This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Thursday, May 23, 2013. I'm Caleb Brown. Polling data shows Americans don't care for Social Security reform until you explain its problems. And they think Congress should move on from gun control and on to other things, even as they also wrongly believe gun crime is higher than it is. Emily Eakins is a research fellow at the Cato Institute and the polling director at the Reason Foundation. We discuss the new Reason Roop poll out this week. So we uh, were able to ask Americans what they thought about people owning 3D printers in their own homes. And overwhelmingly, people think Americans should be allowed to own and print things in their own homes. But then we followed up and said, um, some 3D printers can uh, print guns or gun parts. Uh, how do you feel about that? And a majority of Americans don't like the idea of people printing their own guns. In general, polling doesn't really reveal what Americans already know, right? Um, that's true. I and mean, uh, Americans have a lot of conflicting opinions about the same issue. Uh, they like the idea that people should be able to own a 3D printer in their own home, but they don't want someone to create a weapon that's going to hurt them. And since you can't really background check someone that's printing a gun, it concerns them. But the real issue is if we were going to try and prevent people from printing 3D guns, well, how does that actually work in practice? And are Americans willing to give government the expanded power to enforce these new rules. And on that, that line of thinking with respect to Social Security, Americans love it until you start telling them about the problems. What have you found there? Right. So we, in our poll, we kind of set out to have a conversation with Americans. We wanted to first ask them what they think of Social Security without any new information. Americans like Social Security, and they think of it as a retirement fund that they pay into their whole lives to finance their retirement benefits. Um, a majority feel that way. Uh, only about a third think of it as a transfer program to pay current benefits for, for current seniors, which is actually, in reality, more of what it is. Um, so we sat down, essentially, and asked Americans, uh, you know, what they thought when they learned that Social Security um, will be running out of money very soon. And what do they want to do about that? Do they want to raise taxes or do they want to cut benefits? And when they first learn about that issue with Social Security, they say, let's raise taxes. But then we follow up and say, if you learned that current workers would get back less uh, in Social Security benefits than they pay in Social Security taxes, then do you, you know, support or oppose raising taxes? Then a majority of Americans oppose raising taxes. They want to get their money back. That's the whole point of a retirement fund. But then there's, an, there's another but here. There's another trade-off. If we allow younger, younger workers, current workers, to perhaps opt out of Social Security and save privately, that would mean we'd have to reduce benefits or uh, means test benefits for current seniors. When you ask Americans about that, when they really understand the, the problems we're facing, then they're split. Um, they're evenly divided. There isn't a consensus. And I think this is meaningful. And the reason why is that most polls show us that Americans are just intransi intransigently opposed to any kind of entitlement reform. What our data finds is that people actually are open to reform when they understand the problems that we face. And politicians haven't been very transparent or clear about the problems with Social Security, at least in recent years. In two states, marijuana is legal. It's still illegal federally in more than a dozen Western states. It is uh, also legal for medical purposes. And this has caused quite a bit of tension. What has your polling found with respect to Americans' attitudes toward 
uh, marijuana in general? Well, we found that Americans are warming up to the idea of legalizing marijuana, treating it like alcohol. It seems reasonable um, to more and more Americans. Um, when it comes to kind of the federalism issue, whether or not the federal government should intervene in uh, states that have legalized marijuana, Republicans, uh, Democrats, independents, everybody agrees the federal government should stay out and let the states do, uh, you know, enforce their own rules when it comes to marijuana. Um, there has recently been legislation proposed that would uh, specifically uh, uh, prohibit the federal government from prosecuting individuals who possess or use marijuana in the states that have legalized it. And we asked Americans, do you support or oppose that bill? And a majority do support that bill. Prevent the federal government from intervening. Is there any more, like, down the, down the line data on what, what Americans think of that? Well, uh, we asked them a little bit more about what they thought uh, we should do with people who are caught with marijuana. Um, a third don't think we should punish people at all. Um, uh, another third think that we should just fine them. Um, others think that we should uh, suggest that they go to rehab. And only 6% actually think we should put people in jail. And I think it actually shocks people when they find out that people are going to jail uh, for having pot. On gun control, we talked about 3D printed guns. Most Americans oppose people uh, with 3D printers printing guns. But more broadly on gun control, uh, the debate seems to have waned a little bit. What has your polling found? Yeah, it has it has waned. Um, so as you know, the Senate recently voted down legislation um, on gun control. And it really shocked people because Previous polling prior to the vote found that overwhelmingly Americans support background checks um, for, for guns. And when uh, the legislation failed in the Senate, people thought that the public would be outraged. The Pew Research Center did a poll and found that almost half of Americans really weren't even upset. <laughs> and this shocked people. So we asked Americans, what do, you want to do, what do you want the Senate to do next? Do you want them to debate and vote again on gun control? Or do you want them to move on? And two-thirds of Americans said they wanted the Senate to move on to other issues. So clearly, I think this demonstrates that people care about background checks for guns, um, but it's not a high priority to them in comparison to the other issues the nation is facing. And this is in the context of uh, apparently most Americans believe that gun crime has been on the increase when in fact it's plummeted since the 80s. Yes, actually. Um, it's very interesting. What you find is that people who, uh, people who support gun control, a majority of them think that gun crime is, is uh, increasing or it has increased over the past 20 years, which is not true. People who oppose uh, new laws about guns um, tend to report that they know that crime hasn't been increasing. It's been decreasing. Uh, the Transit Security Administration is uh, unpopular. A lot of their uh, tactics, I suppose, or their methods for screening passengers have become increasingly unpopular, have been shown to be somewhat ineffective. What has your polling found uh, about Americans' attitudes with that? And, and I think it's worth noting that this is one, like the IRS, this is one of those issues where if you're a traveler, this is probably the most intimate you're ever going to get with a government official. 
intimate, true, um, more than we'd like. Um, so we did ask some questions about the TSA, and I'm curious as to how people might respond differently after the, IR, uh, after the IRS scandal. Um, we conducted this poll beforehand, and we found um, that a majority of Americans don't think that the ban on regular-sized bottles of shampoo and toiletries really is necessary to prevent a terrorist attack. We asked them about a few other rules, though, with the TSA. Most Americans do think that it's needed that we take off our shoes when we walk through uh, airport security, and they also think that the ban on pocket-sized knives is also necessary. Um, so there's a, a debate to be had about those issues. But when it comes to the regular-sized bottles of shampoo, I mean, how many times have you been stopped because you had too big of a tube of toothpaste? in your luggage and it's delayed everybody in line. We want to know, is that really necessary? Is that making us safer? And I think people aren't convinced that it is. What are the preconceptions that you suspect might be going into that? Well, one thing is I think that the ban specifically prohibits items over 3.4 ounces. And I think people probably wonder, well, if I have 3.5 ounces, is that a security threat? It seems so arbitrary. If they can have toiletries at all, um, why can't they have just larger versions of them? And it's such an inconvenience. You have to take them out. You have TSA officers kind of shouting in your ear that you have to take it out, put it in the bag. If you don't, you delay the line. You feel like you've broken a rule. You really want to know that that's necessary for security. And a 3.4 ounce, uh, you know, over that uh, being banned sounds quite arbitrary. Emily Eakins is a research fellow at the Cato Institute and the polling director at the Reason Foundation. You can find more of her work at Cato.org.